talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. Joining us right now the team line, his team back into first place in the RMAC after a weekend sweep at Regis and UCCS. Mike DeGeorge joins us. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Jim. You have to be feeling great. Your team goes on the road. You get two big wins. You're back into a first-place tie atop the RMAC. Uh, really good win against Regis, and then uh, just really took care of business in Colorado Springs against UCCS this past weekend. Yes, yeah, so it was a great weekend, and uh, I think we led for like over seven, like 78 or 79 minutes You know, to go on the road against two teams you know, battling uh, to extend their season and make the postseason in the conference tournament. You know, it was really just a quality effort both nights. Very mature uh, kind of approach by the group. So really pleased with their effort. Well, let's talk about the Regis victory first. Where Owen Koontz, Isaac Jessup, uh, they combined for, for 41 points in that game. Uh, Isaac uh, hit four threes. Uh, Owen hit a three in that game. So they combined for five threes as well. Those two had a, a really solid night against the Rangers. Yeah, for sure, and it has been great to see them both kind of, you know, you're going to have ebb and flow throughout the season, and they've kind of been just a little bit frustrated with their shooting, and then, um, you know, it's just great to see them both get off to a good start, really engaged, played with tremendous confidence, and it led to great results. Well, you grabbed the lead early on, and then part of that was how you shot the three ball, but also you hit 15 to 17 free throws, and so that really got you off to a good start in the first half in that win against Regis. Yeah, we were aggressive, getting downhill, and it led to a lot of and So, um, you know, we, we took advantage of uh, some advantage situations, and, and it led to both high percentage threes and also us getting fouled a lot. And then uh, you, you go to UCCS and uh, pick up a, a, a pretty uh, comfortable win there, 92-72, to 72, where uh, Trevor Baskin, who had 18 points against Regis, had 17 points against uh, the Mountain Lions, but... Uh, Michael McCurry, Mick McCurry, a really good game. Who's guy that's uh, battled some uh, some illness, guy that's battled some injuries. But Mick with the uh, fourteen points off the bench for you. Uh, Aiden Cool in starting role once again, fourteen points as well. But uh, Mick McCurry giving you a nice lift off the bench in that game. Yeah, just to start with Trevor Baskin, I just thought he had his next weekend of the year. He really just made great decisions. He, he attacked when he needed attacked. He moved the ball when he needed to move the ball. Uh, he really impacted the game against Regis defensively and was able to, with some backside rotation, that kind of altered their game plan and what they were trying to get done. And, you know, and then it's just all weekend long. He was just fantastic. And then, yeah, both, uh, it's great to see him back out there and, and solidifying a role in the rotation. And, um, you know, him and uh, Aiden Cole both had uh, some big shots for us and, and uh, played all, all weekend. Mike DeGeorge, coach of the Maverick men's basketball team with us. Uh, and and for, uh, for Mick McCurry, it was a career high with the, with the 14 points. Uh, so we talked about a lot, Mike. Uh, you've, you've had a lot of players uh, get, get minutes uh, coming off the bench. Sometimes it's been a, a, a pleasant problem. Sometimes it's been a challenge trying to figure out your exact rotation. As you head toward the end of the regular season, toward the RMAC tournament, and eventually, uh, of course, uh, moving on to the NCAA tournament, uh, the, the feeling about your rotation and where it's at right now, is it still somewhat a work in progress, do you feel, or, or you and Kyle feel like you've got it, got a, a better handle, particularly after this last weekend, of uh, as we get here to the end of the regular season, of of what that, that looks like coming off the bench for you? Yeah, I mean, the major decision we've made is we're just going to try to play nine guys in a game and then just kind of go with that rotation. And we feel like 
Christopher Speller's been playing great, and he's really solidified himself. And Reese Johnson is kind of back to being himself, and he's solidified himself. We really wanted to give Mick that opportunity, and he's done a great job. Um, you know, and, uh, and Elijah Newton has been really good off the bench, just the threat of his shooting, and and has been good. And so, um, you know, so we do feel like we're getting closer there. And you know, uh, Christian Speller has been kind of a wild card this year. He's had some great moments, and then. You know, there are times where he's not uh, is consistent executing the things we want, and then we're you know still trying to help Ethan Menzies get a little bit more comfortable in game mode. Uh, and and you know I think if we could see in the games what we've seen from him in practice, he can have a contributing role as well. And hopefully that'll continue to uh, improve and get easier for him. Um, so you know I just listed like twelve guys, so we got to you know pick nine and and feel going confident that they're the right nine for that particular matchup on that night. But for those other couple of guys, uh, you know, 10, 11, 12, always be ready, right? Because you never know, foul trouble, injury, things like that, where they, they've got to keep themselves with a, with a mindset that while they, they may not be told from the get-go you're going you know, to get this many minutes tonight, got to always be prepared because particularly this time of the year, you never know. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why historically I've really tried to keep a larger playing rotation, you know, a little longer than I'd like to. You know, your competitive spirit wants to just kind of hone in and get those eight guys that you really want to uh, compete, that are competing at the highest level, and play those eight. But just never know what's going to happen and who you're going to need down the stretch. So we've really tried to keep this group um, as integrated as possible, and we're starting to feel like it's the time to start reducing that. But again... Like you said, any given night, you could be called on and you got to be ready. Mike DeGeorge, coach of the Colorado Mesa men's basketball team with us on the Team Sports Network. So uh, second time around against Colorado School of Mines and also uh, Metro State. As far as Colorado School of Mines, you beat them uh, over at Lockridge uh, back uh, on December 1st, 86-79. to And so it's uh, Colorado School of Mines, and you look at the standings right now with your sweep of this last weekend, uh, you moved into that uh, first-place tie with Fort Lewis at 15-1. and but there's Cutler School of Mines, Mike. The Ordiggers lurking right behind you a couple games back, a 14-3 and record for the Ordiggers coming into the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's a typical Mines team. They're, they're really big and uh, physical, and, and they love to play through the post, and they got great scoring at the wings, and they have an elite point guard. So, you know, all of it is, uh, is really challenging. And, um, you know, they had a, a tough loss on Friday night. Black Hills got them at, at home and really just shot the heck out of the ball against them. So, you know, every time they face adversity, you know, Prior is going to have them just playing uh, at that next uh, that next level, and they'll grow from from whatever um, adversity they face. So we know they'll come in and compete at a really high level, and and uh, you know we'll have to be at our best to, to win. Last time out, they had four players in double figures, led by Cade Mankel with his 15 points, but uh, had a little bit of the the edge on the glass in that game, about uh, four or five rebounds better. And of course, rebounding will once again be a, a big factor in this one. Yeah, and you know, we we just it's been a we've been a good rebounding team and you know, the amount of threes that we're taking um and trying to play in advantage situations when, to get those threes, you know, there are just lots of windows to get to offensive rebounds and we just have to sustain our efforts to the offensive glass and you know, with their size, we saw it against UCCS on uh Saturday, they're just the length and and athleticism that UCACS has, it really made it hard to get some of those offensive rebounds. And we'll have a similar, you know, challenge against Mines. And we just got to be able to sustain that approach where we're getting four to the glass and really competing there. And then the defensive end, 
you know, we really track how often you box out, and our uh, box out rate isn't good enough, and, and we just really need to get that up, and, you know, that will definitely be a key, and, and the guys are working hard to improve in those areas. Mavericks men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge joining us on Mav Day on the Jim Davis Show. Second half of that game against Mines shot a couple percentage points better from the field and nearly 15% better from beyond the arc. What did you guys notice in that first half that is something that maybe they're still kind of doing that you can take advantage of if you want to, uh, you know, spill trade secrets, if you will? Yeah, I don't know if there's any rocket science behind it. I mean, we did not get off to a very good start in that game, and uh, I think we were down 26 to 15, and then we really finished the half on a strong run, and then offensively we were pretty good in that second half um, and, uh, you know, just playing with pace and, and tempo uh, and kind of getting them spread out. And then, you know, one of the things they did, it just took us a little bit to to adjust to it. They usually pack the paint on us and just really swarm with any kind of an advantage just swarm the ball and they really did the opposite they really guarded the arc uh and so trevor baskin had a huge game and and really was able to take advantage inside as the game went they went back to more and more of their traditional sort of style and so you know we'll see what they decide to do teams have kind of done one or the other they just kind of pack it in and hope we don't make threes or they really try to get out and guard the arc and then uh you know we're able to play one-on-one when we uh get advantages in the paint so you know, we really don't know what they're going to do, and we just got to be ready to adjust. And that was one of the adjustments we made last time. We were able to just be a little bit more aggressive, tacking one-on-one, because they weren't, weren't helping off shooters at all. Maverick men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. And then Saturday, you uh, have Metro State uh, when you play them back on December 2nd at their place. A signature early season win for your team, Mike, because they were the eighth-ranked team in the nation at that time. You get the 85-82 to victory where Mac Rineker uh, had a, an outstanding game, 20 points. Owen Koontz had 15. You had, uh, in total, you had five guys in double figures. Uh, uh, Mick McCurry, who just referenced, uh, had one of his better games. He had 12 points off the bench for you. So uh, it's a Metro State team that uh, currently comes in right now with a 9-7 and record in, in conference play. Uh, they're they're 15-7. and seven. They're right behind the Cutler School of Mines, uh, and they're tied with Black Hill State right now. Metro State is in the conference standing, so... Once again, another one of these teams that's toward the the upper half of the conference and as everybody's starting to, to vie for position when the RMAC tournament rolls around. Yeah, they're a very talented team, and this is a really meaningful game. They're also you know, in contention still for the NCAA tournament. They also got West beat West Texas, the only team to do that this year. So, um, you know, their their rankings are high. They're still, I think, will probably be eighth in the rankings for the region um, if they did it today. So, it's a very meaningful game for them. Uh, obviously, it's meaningful for us, too, trying to win a conference championship. And so, you know, they're a very talented team. And, and, you know, they've had their ups and downs this year with some injuries and some tough losses, but they're still in contention uh, to kind of accomplish everything they'd want to on the year. And so, you know, it'll be a, it'll, it'll be a great test for us. And a couple of guys that, uh, that had good games the last time out for them, Caleb McGill, uh, hit a couple of threes in that game. He had 14 points. Also, Ryan Maslow had a, a couple of threes as well for them, but uh, he only had the six points, but he hit two threes and so uh, showed some ability to, 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 to shoot the three ball and, and make some plays from the perimeter. But uh, Braden Maldonado uh, continues to have a really strong season. He played 31 minutes in that last game against you, Mike, and he had 15 points, four rebounds, and, and five assists in that game. 
Yeah, McGill and Maldonado kind of make him go offensively, and um, you know, uh, McGill had had an illness there for a while, wasn't was out for a bit, and then I think you know when he first came back, he didn't have some of his stronger games of the year, and but those two, when they have big offensive games, you know, it tends to uh, really uh, fuel them, and so you know, and that's a big challenge. Uh, McGill's physicality inside and versatility to step out, and then Maldonado is just a dynamic uh, shooting guard that can really get his own shot and hit tough shots. And so, you know, it's you really got to be ready to, to, to guard those two. And then, you know, the other guys really understand their roles and they're very good at it, and uh, and they're just very disciplined, well-coached team. And uh, one of those guys has played well. He's the uh, currently the RMAC uh, Defensive Player of the Week. Well, you know, somebody else besides Mac Rineker wins the RMAC Defensive Player of the Week award. I thought it was just the Mac Rineker award. Uh, Mario, <laughs> Mario Lacey, Jr., uh, for them, uh, earning the RMAC Defensive Player of the Week. And so uh, 12 points, 9 rebounds, a couple of blocks in the win against South Dakota Mines, and then he had 8 rebounds and 2 more blocks in the win against Black Hill State. So Mario Lacey's played uh, well for them the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, he's a, you know, he's a long, very athletic big that, uh, you know, again, really does know his role. He's a great screen and roll threat. He's a shot blocker. He's a rebounder. And, uh, you know, he really uh, is impactful in the game. So I've we'll coverage both nights, uh, Friday with Cutler School of Mines, Saturday with Metro State on the